in the future. What do you expect of yourself? I want to be CEO. I want to be super fit. I want to be, I don't know, married. I want to be, I want to own. I want to own. What do you want to do? Start thinking of the qualities that that person would entail. Hello everybody, welcome to another episode of the E-Formula Podcast. It's your host, Mohamadi, and I'm here with the beautiful Bana. Welcome to the podcast, Thank Bana. You. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. Very excited. Bana is a real estate agent with Soda Bees, yes. and she also runs Miami, the Miami Guide. It's a powerful uh, institution with a lot of following, huge following, and she also does marketing. I know, I'm a busy a woman, woman these days. Well, well, multi-talented woman. So I'm really excited to have her in the house today. And we're going to really dive deep into, you know, there is this concept, uh, like concept and pretty much in society that man is the provider, man is the guy that is supposed to do whatever it takes to provide for his family. And a woman should just relax and enjoy life. If you're beautiful, you literally are entitled to getting a successful man to take care of you and everything. But I see Bana rocking the stage in every single, like, you know, spectrum that she gets involved in. I was blessed to meet, uh, to hang out with you, be at the event that you hosted yeah. a couple of weeks ago. Was nice. And it was ecstatic. So I'm excited. Let's dive deep into it. First, I know it has not always been like that. It was no. a time, a moment where you sat down like, okay, I want to do something to pretty much set my life in order in the sense of professional, yeah. like professionally, pretty much. Yeah. How did everything got started? Um, I always knew that I, I needed to, there was just something in me that, that knew I had to, there was no one not to fall back on. It's not like I had like family or I love them, but in the business world, they, they weren't in it. Mm. I didn't really have like a partner. I didn't have brothers, sisters, cousins, uncles. I didn't really have anyone to fall back on. So I had no choice but to make it, you know, and and uh, I do still for the record, I do believe that men should be the provider. That's one thing that I am pretty old fashioned on. But if you have a woman or a partner besides you that can also make moves, someone you can rely on in times of need, I think it's just so wonderful to have both, you know, and I think in this day and age, you can be a woman that takes care of a household, takes care of her man, and able to have a business or two on the side. I really think it's possible to do it all. Um, maybe not all at the same time, but I think in some kind of way, all at the same time. You know, so I do. Classic. Yeah, I, just for the record, I'm not. I'm not all about this. I don't need a man thing. No, actually, I think men are very much needed, and I think it's possible to have both. So that's what I seek to be. I want to be a self-sufficient, independent, you know, loving, kind woman. Wow, I like I like I like the yeah. fact that you brought that forth because yeah. you see, like the women that have the wheels in, in many instances would uh, like say words like "I don't need a man in my life" no. and all these type of things. I'm glad you, you clarified. I, I know because I feel <laughs> I do feel like like lately I've been hearing that like I don't need and I can do this on my own and yeah maybe you can but do you want to you yeah, know that's and, a real question and I still I still think that partnership is important especially in your later years and. Not saying that you need a man to be happy, but I think to have a complete, well-rounded life, it, it takes a partner. It takes someone to 100%, do things for, you know. 
um, yeah, so I'm glad we got that out of the way. But where it hasn't always been like this, yeah. yeah. So when I was, my first job was when I was 14. 14, wow. My little, Super little early. baby. Mm -hmm. I was a cashier at Publix. Public show. <laughs> I loved it. I loved it. Well, my 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 father, stepfather, he I called him my dad. Okay. He was he is a store manager at Publix. Oh, nice. And then it's like a Publix family, you know. So then I was ready to work, and I had got a little car, and I was in high school, and I I always I just always had it in me, you know. And I just think when you have it in you, you have to kind of go for it. And I, I felt like I never wanted to waste what God gave me. I felt like it was something in me, so. 14, I was a cashier. Then, like a year later, I was a, a, um, a waitress. Wow. At Sushi Saki. Like okay. the second ever, because I'm from Miami. Yeah. So it's the second ever location in Miami was Sushi Saki in Doral. So in I Doral. was there. And then, you know, little positions here and there after. I opened up Hoops. I don't know. I'm, I'm, those that have been here for a bit know what Hoops was. Hoops was a, a sports bar uh, mm. in the old Sushi Saki, in the new Sushi Saki in downtown Miami across the arena. I was, I helped open that sports bar and then I got into marketing. So it's nice. funny how that works. Yeah. Right. And then I was a marketing intern. The internship was over. And then after that, I said, you know, what, what's next here? And mm. that's when I got into real estate. Wow. How long ago was the real estate journey? It's almost 10 years. Wow. No, it is 10 years. 10, 10 years. years. Since 2002. Uh, no, 2012. 12. Yeah, 2012. Wow. 2012, 2013, I really went like full on into it. Went all deep into it. Interesting. And now you have real estate and other stuff. Let's focus on real estate for a minute, right? For every successful realtor, there is thousands that didn't get to make it past the finish line. What do you think you had at that time that was able to contribute to the success that you had you know time i think time. real estate is all about not stopping like mm. just keep going and maybe that's easier said than done but i think just not stopping you know I, I only really started seeing results in my real estate career like in the sixth year is when i really started wow. to see movement going and you know and then and plus the first six years was such a grind, cold calling, going to networking events, like talking to investors, sending out email blasts. Oh my God, I remember how hard wow. I worked. It was just such a nonstop grind. And then now, 10 years later, I see the results of all my efforts, you know, like my attorney now, who's like one of my best friends, I, we, he does like all my transactions. I met him in the very beginning of my real estate career. Wow, he referred me to an investor. That investor, after all these years, referred me to someone else. So it's really like a, a, like a, uh, a collection of like all my efforts the past 10 years. Wow. Yeah. That's epic. So persistence and never giving up. I think that's pretty much, that pretty much applies in pretty much any industry that you're going to be in consistency is the name of the game you have to totally. stay on it as long as possible and you would see the results eventually so real estate you know right now we are in miami real estate in miami is the only, the one thing that people talk about the most beside the fun part right talk about you know oh like rents are high there's two sides here the miami natives and the new yorkers and there's like two like different battles if somebody asks me oh I moved from New York two years ago, and uh, 2020, end of 2020, 2021-ish. It's like, oh, you, I moved from, from New York. It's like, oh, you're one of those guys. I was like, what does that supposed to mean? And do you have an idea of what that is supposed <laughs> that to is mean? That is so funny. Um, 
us Miamians, like we love the city and we are a very close community. And like when I see a Miami, we just kind of get it, you know, like we just kind of understand each other. And so this, we, like New York is a melting pot. We've never yeah. really been like that. Yes, we might have had South Americans that kind of, you know, have, uh, have come into the city many years ago and now they kind of laid roots here. But we've never really had New Yorkers. They would just come, party and leave. Wow, come you know, just party. It was leave. it was a very play community. Now Miami is a true live, work, and play. Companies are fully relocating here. People are doing full relocations. It's like a thousand a thousand people a day relocating to South Florida. Wow. Yeah, it's a real stat. So now we see all these newcomers. We're like, oh, you're one of those because kind of, you know. Yeah. But that's all going to change. I think in the next five, in the next three, five, ten years, it's going to be a really big melting pot. And it's no longer going to be like that. So just stay, stay strong. So just stay put, be patient. <laughs> you know, there is this thing about, you know, Miami natives. It's not that they don't welcome you, but they feel like you have made things harder for them. Mm. You know, some people's like, oh, because a lot of you guys moved here. So one lady was telling because a lot of you guys moved here. Rent is expensive. We have to move out of Miami. Okay, and, so, yeah. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, it, she's kind of right, but I'm like... It is what it is. Um, honestly, I have, there's a couple sides to this. So, Miami real estate has been very cheap for a long time, in mm. my opinion. Like, you used, you're able to, back in the day, maybe pre-COVID, even before that, you used to be able to rent on the beach a two-bedroom for like $2,500 waterfront. Wow. You know, so for so many years, things were so cheap. And I have been like posting and promoting Miami for like 10, 8, 10 years now on Instagram. Mm -hmm. I can go back and see like posts from eight years ago. And I used to say, don't sleep on Miami, invest in Miami, the lifestyle, la, la, la. And then finally, everyone is understanding what I'm talking about. And so those prices are gone. And I'm literally marketing it as the new Miami because that's it. People wow. that visited here like five years ago, you don't know the city anymore. You don't know Things the completely city. have changed. Literally. Half of New York restaurants are down here. You 100%. know, people are fully relocating here. So prices have gone up exponentially. In addition, non Miami in salaries are much higher. And so mm. you guys came yep. down here with half a million dollar salaries, a quarter million dollar salaries, and you're able to afford the $4,000 one bedrooms in Miami. Yep. And yep. they're not used to that. So it's going to be difficult for the next couple of years. It's going to require like some, some couple, couple jobs. It's going to require like a, a maybe a double income household. It's going to require a lot of things. And it, it is what it is. Yeah. Well, it's the hottest city ever. Like, what are we going to do here? Right. Have cheap rents? I, I, I also think that because a lot of us, are, a, a lot of people are moving down here, there's also a lot of opportunities that are coming along also. If you just mentioned a couple of big companies moved down to Miami, big hedge fund company have opened up their, their offices here. And that would entail a lot of workers. You know, if you live in Miami, you're going to be, you know, you, you're, and you're in a job market, you're going to get a job. So I think it's, you know, there is a lot of benefit as well, and it's booming. The city is gonna is more booming than ever. You go out down South Miami Street at 8 p.m. on Friday, it's like, wow. Can't even get a reservation. No, no reservation. It's, it's difficult. Literally, yeah. literally no reservation. We're going to get into that when yeah. we get to, <laughs> to uh, Miami Guide stuff. So right now, what do you think is the most challenging thing in the market as far as real estate, real estate is concerned? as far as challenging for realtors and for buyers. buyers. I think the fact that there's still very much a low inventory. Low inventory. I think that's one of the rising concerns. I think mm. interest rates have risen to a level that kind of priced out a lot of buyers. 
you know, when we were in the two, fours, fives even, the purchasing power was much higher for a lot of buyers. Mm. They used to be able to afford a million dollar condo. And now that same buyer, because of high interest rates, can only purchase 700 grand mm. or 750. And so I think that kind of put a lot of buyers out of their um, reach to purchase, you know, begin their home ownership process. Um, so I think, and there's still low inventory. I mean, if you, I, I look all day long, there's still Nothing. not much available. A 2-2 under 800 grand, is, there's not many out there. You know, if there is, it tends to be in the older buildings. A lot of the new buyers want new, 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 new everything. Yeah, yeah. And there's a premium when it comes to that. So 100%. I think low inventory, the higher interest rates, um, which by the way, high interest rates, I just closed a deal last week, 4.75% mm. interest rate. Wow. I'm under contract now in Midtown mm -hmm. through her financial institution that she works for her employer. They have connections and she's able to lock in a 4.75. So nice. the whole interest rates can, don't let that be um, an obstacle mm -hmm. because if you make some calls and see exactly where you stand because you might be able to actually afford it. So. I've been telling buyers that don't don't just say no yet, you know, yeah. because rents are rising. Put that money towards home ownership, build some equity, and you know, maybe that's a better route for you. You, you never know. I, I, like uh, my next question was about, you know, what do you think about somebody renting or like there's a concept of out there that people that are not in real estate just talks about, oh, it's better to buy, it's better to rent. Discussion for us. I wanted an answer from a real estate expert. What do you think? is you know like would be the best decision to make in this type of decision yeah i think it really depends on the person because every person mm. has their own story for 100%. example i bought a house in october i sold it in may Congrats. it was a nice oh. little like flip i did yes oh, okay. and then at, in may there was just no inventory and rates were starting to go up a little and so i'm like you know what i think my best route right now my best you know action is to just rent so i rented so i'm renting for a year and I'll see how next year goes. And when I run the numbers, it was actually a little cheaper for me to to rent than to buy. Than to buy. You know, it also depends. For example, if you have some debt to pay down, I would work on paying off that debt, continue renting, pay off that debt. You know, and maybe fix your credit. Do all these things to get you to get you prepared for a solid to be in a great financial position where you can qualify for a mortgage. Mm. You know, especially right now, lending is, is getting a little stricter. So you better, it's better to have that 800 credit score, the, the low debt to income ratio. So get your things in order and then buy. And then buy. So it's all about like, number one, it depends on the person. Yeah. And number two, you want to set your house in order first. Yes. Like get your finances in order so you can look more attractive to a lender. Yeah, maybe buy, maybe, if you didn't have all your things in a row, you can only qualify for 600,000. But if you mm. took the time and invested and maybe cut back on going out in Miami, cut back on the Ubers and save, 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 maybe you'll be able to, you can afford 850, you know, and then you go back to the lender and you can actually afford more, you know? So I think it really depends on seeing where you stand financially. That's powerful. Yeah. You know, I think, you know, Miami personally, I've been a big advocate for people to move down to Miami <laughs> and to comment on the, uh, on, on the renting or buying side. If you are an entrepreneur, you have a business, you need the cash. And sometimes it doesn't make sense to go put a huge amount of money up front. If you can just pay four or $5,000 a month on a continual basis, you can leverage your cash because the more, the more time goes by, the more your cash depreciates. So if you can hold it and pretty much leverage the money to do something that can give you 10 times a return pretty much. 
I also yeah. think it's important to see what you're, where you're going to be in three, five, seven, nine years. A hundred percent. That's so, a good one. You know, if you're looking to maybe move soon, maybe it's not the best option to buy. If uh, if you have a partner and you guys are expecting a baby, maybe those are things to think about 100%. to kind of start. You know, so that's why it depends. That's why some people rent and they buy properties just to invest and they keep that rented while they continue renting. Mm. So it depends on where you stand one. and what you what your what your goals are. Right, right. Uh, you mentioned investing. Like, if somebody have the money to invest, well, where would you say is the best place to invest in Miami right now? I really like North Miami. North Miami. North Miami and Alapada and the Magic City area, Little Haiti. A little, oh, Little, yeah, little Haiti. I like okay. it a lot. I think there's like a few new constructions. There's a the, lot. So yeah. that school, the, there's a school there. It's going it just it was bought recently, and it's a huge amount of land. They're going to be doing some big developments there. Oh, wow. The Magic City District's on fire. You have some really like uh, nice companies and businesses entering the space. North Miami, in terms of waterfront, you can still buy a nice waterfront property, three point five million. Mm. Anywhere else in Miami, Venetian Islands, you're looking at tw really nice home and like decent fifteen plus. So the fact that you're still able to buy waterfront, decent, decent home, not needing a complete renovation for 3.55 million in North Miami is a really good buy still. You'll have a lot of value there. Mm. So Alapada's on fire too. I just went to a um, uh, like an event recently where Lise Calderon, Calderon, yeah, she is considered the queen of Miami River and she's doing mm. a lot in Alapada. And Tropical Distillery just opened up. Uh, they manufacture J.F. Hayden's liquor and a couple other brands. Mm, they just opened up shop in Alapada. Um, the Target and all of that's happening in Overtown, not too far away. So that part of town is really booming. And I'm hearing Lisette's plan for the future is really um, inspiring and hopeful. So I think Alapada and North Miami. And North Miami. Amazing. There you have it. If you're thinking about investing. I'll call me. <laughs> yeah. And then I'll call her. <laughs> Definitely. And next thing, now let's talk about the fun part of Miami. You know, you have like two different, I mean, like two different businesses. One is like hardcore work and the other one can be seen as fun. Pretty it's much. work too. I yeah. know it's work too, but yeah. like from somebody from the outside like me, yeah. I think it's always fun. Last night you was at this <laughs> RV, what's the name of it? Where was I? I, was, I can't the, remember the, sometimes. Big, there's a new opening. Oh, yeah. Avra. Yes, Avra, very exciting. Like, yeah. yeah. Avra, Avra opening is a restaurant. Avra, so Avra is a huge um, Mediterranean, really high-end luxury, really, like I would Amal? say, restaurant. Uh, it's different. It's different. maybe like Milo's mm. on steroids. No, I shouldn't say that, but it's like a similar, <laughs> it's on that same, you know, wavelength. So they're from, they have one in Beverly Hills, I believe, and they have two, two now in New York, New York. And they opened in Aquilina in Sunny Isles. Mm. So it's very sexy, very classy. And I just love having that addition to South Florida and to Sunny Isles. And I think that all kind of helps property values. So now sense. you have Il Molino out there and now you have Avra. So it's exciting. You know, Sunny yeah. Isles is on fire. Yeah, I love Sunny Isle. I was thinking, like, when they raised the rent here, I was, like, thinking, oh, I'm not going to renew my lease. I'm going to go to Sunny Isle or Key Biscayne. And I look at the movie. Do you? Two sides? Yeah, two sides. Yeah. I'm like, no, none of it was a good option. Yeah. Like, to it, drive. So much, so much inconveniency. Yeah. Just having to move alone is a big headache. So I'm like, yeah, let's do another year. Let me work harder yeah. and just... Let me work yeah, harder. Yeah, let me just make exactly. more money. Yeah. yeah. Another, th like, uh, another thing with the Miami... Uh, the Miami guy, I want to hear the story about how that came together. Because mm. looking at you being a real estate agent, this is like the last thing you expect a real estate agent to do. You think so? 
yeah, somehow, like, this is, like... It relates, though, like... It relates. It kind of all relates. Luxury. It, it's luxury. Yeah. It's, it relates as far as the luxury part. That's, like, partying, fun. I think this is, like, people in hospitality that would be more yeah. driven towards this type of... Uh, this type of thing. And it's just incredible to see how you, you're able to merge the two together and yeah. feel like it's the same thing. I love it because it's like both passions of mine, real estate and marketing, three passions and Miami. Mm -hmm. So to be able to kind of intertwine them all is a real, it's a real blessing. It's a real, it makes me happy in the mornings. Yeah. But I do have a partner in the Miami Guide. His name is Mike. Okay. So Mike and I met like three, three, four years ago now. Oh, wow. And at the time, um, yeah. So the marketing company was born in the middle of the pandemic. Oh, in the middle so of the we pandemic. really saw opportunity. We really knew it was time to adapt. So I met him a couple years ago and I was doing these. Um, I was teaching a class, a class. Yeah, like workshops. Uh, I was teaching a class in person called Not Your Average Lead Generation class. Oh, not your it was average cool. Lead yeah, it was cool. Class. I was like, charging an hourly cool. rate and they had me in there speaking to their agents. So that was really nice. nice. And then a pandemic hits and we're like, okay, it's time to adapt. So I was like, let's go online. And Mike was into it. And then one thing led to another and the, the course became an online course. Him and I created the marketing agency. Um, mm. And he moved here as well because he's from Amsterdam. Oh, cool. So he had built the Memi Guide for the last like 10 years. Wow. Yes. And then I joined in about three years ago and then we really kind of took it to the sky. To the wow. moon, I should say. That's yeah. epic. You know, like pretty much if you are coming to Miami, literally this page only is enough to It's the best. And I'm, not, I'm not just saying that. I think it's the best. It is. Like we cover hotel, entertainment, food, like fun things. We, we do so much for the community and the cha and charity work, which I am like really uh, so advocate just, just for. So give, you gave out a $10,000 check last week also. Well, we're part of it. Like I also am part of 100 Women Who Care Miami Beach. They mm. are an amazing organization where they basically raise funds. Once a, once a quarter, we pay $100, so $400 a year. They round it all up and then we choose a charity out of three every quarter to hand off this $10,000 wow. check to. That's yeah, so epic. there's like 60, 70 charities in this hat and you pick and then, you know, then these three charities present at the meeting, they give a pitch and then we all mm. vote on who we want to give this check for. Oh, $10,000, wow. I mean, that's like a decent, a decent yeah, amount. I think it's a decent um, amount. So 100%. we work with them, we work with, um, Miami-Dade Sea Turtles, Miami Book Fair, Miami Parks wow. and Recreations. We do beach nice. cleanups. I'm going to next week to the Tyler Hero Foundation. Like we try to do a lot with marketing and wow. the, the community. Oh, that's epic. Yeah, it's exciting. You know, I, I believe that I always thought that I was more in love with Miami than anybody else yeah. until I met you. I know, I'm, but I'm from <laughs> Miami. I was raised here, you know. So elementary, middle school, high school. Now, like it's everything so I've, i really watched the city grow and i i've been talking about this come happening to the city for so many years so, so to finally see it happen it's nice you know it's a lot um but i always say like don't get lost in the miami sauce oh 100 because it's very yeah, easy to, to get oh my god like the partying yeah. the food the women like you know like 100%. it's a lot like, it's very expensive it's very expensive city now i mean a nice Very lunch expensive. is like $60 on your own these days, really. If yep, you want yep. appetizer, <laughs> meal, Literally dessert, and a drink, minimum. plus tip is like $60. Minimum. Minimum, minimum. minimum. I, and it depends on the places. Depends on where you go. So I always say don't get lost in the Miami sauce and do have like a tight circle. Be cool with everyone, friendly with everyone, but do have your go-to people that is your little tribe, three to five people, you know, yep, I think that that's important. Another like you mentioned something really interesting here when you say don't let, get lost in the Miami sauce. There's people when I moved to my moved to Miami, 
I made the decision to move to Miami in less than a, uh, a week. I came to Miami and I saw, I was like, wow, this is epic. I went back to New York and I didn't feel it. I know. I didn't feel happened. it and I just moved literally yeah. the next month. I had two leases, two leases at one point. I had the apartment fully furnished in New York and I came here and slept in a mattress, like air mattress for like two weeks. Okay, before. you know, making it happen and you sacrifices know? that it takes. I think it's great. It's exactly. a great story. So there's a lot of people that believe that, oh, why did you move to Miami? You know, you've been here for 10 years, blah, blah, blah. Miami is just for fun. Miami just for fun. I was like, no, what do you mean? That's the old mentality. Yeah, people yeah. think that Miami is for fun. There is no opportunities. This, this. I'm like, Miami have a lot of opportunities. A lot. A lot of opportunities. Everybody, like just thinking of the concept of fun. Who has fun? Somebody that can afford to have fun is Agreed. the only person that would have fun. Wouldn't you want to be around people that can afford to have fun? Yeah. That's where the opportunities are. Even yeah. if you want to use your same, the argument you provided, it really doesn't make sense when it comes to finding opportunities. So yeah. what, what would you say to somebody that believes Miami is just a place of fun? It's not for you. You don't get it. You don't get it. Like, don't, don't worry it. about it. <laughs> Everything's not for everyone. <laughs> no, I mean, really, that is, that is the answer. But besides that, I think you need to be a little open-minded. You know, Miami's still a very much a new city. New York has been around for hundreds of years. Miami, I think we just made 137 years, 138 years. 138 years? Yeah, it's so young. Miami? It's wow. so young, really. And, and honestly, the last couple of years is really where we've seen the boom and the fruition come to life and really making moves now we see it all. So, and if you don't feel inspired by the city, maybe you're doing the wrong things oh, and yeah. maybe you're around the wrong people because I am so inspired. Everyone in my life is making moves in the city and there's so many different industries here. It's not just finance. Like we have yep. the tourism, the hospitality, we have the finance, we, you 100%. can be in charity work, you can be in real estate, you can be, there's like... Different, the 18 different things. ways to make money in the city. 100%. And yeah. most important thing that I really enjoy about it is the networking aspect of it. Literally every big event that is going to happen in the world now want to be in Miami. Yeah, they are. They literally all yeah. want to be in Miami. And it's when there is an event, traffic sucks. Oh but, my God, that's so bad. That's <laughs> the biggest like, thing this, but these days. Yeah. It's worth it. It's worth it because you get to be around people. I, I, I like to go to Makoto, you know, you know my favorite restaurant. Uh, chicken wings. Yeah. Chicken wings, you have never tried it, right? No, I need to go. Oh, you have to, you have to. <laughs> I, w I walked in there last time and I saw Drake chilling in the corner, just yeah. eating. I was like, this is the type of, you know, wouldn't you, like, how, how do you feel when you walk into a restaurant and you see people, like celebrities, just hanging out? And it's not like intense pressure, Chill. anything, they're just chilling. And you, so mm -hmm. it just makes you feel, you feel inspired by that. When you wake up in the morning and you walk outside and you see people at six in the morning running, like you get inspired by that. It's a very and, healthy city, I agree. This is literally what really co connected me to Miami. I'm like, wow. In New Jersey, I, I, like, well, like I lived in, you know, very rich town in, in, in um, what do you call it, Fort Lee. There is luxury cars in the house, but when you leave, when you leave the vicinities, you're not gonna see a luxury car driving just randomly. But I walk down to my lobby, I see like in the front of the building, I see like five, six luxury cars. So there's like inspiration 24 seven, you see it. I believe that for us to be something, you cannot be something that you haven't seen. Yeah. But seeing it just kind of, you know, give you that inspiration. So when you say, if you're not inspired by what you see, you're around the wrong people. Yeah, but I, that's why I also disagree with what you said earlier that Miami people are not that welcoming. 
I think we are. I think it's. It, I, I think it I depends. Did, I didn't say not welcoming. Oh. I said that, that. Oh, you're one of those people. Oh, and they the, label you. Yeah, they okay, label. Okay, sorry. You. I take it back. They label you because <laughs> I do think we're. I do think we're welcoming. You know, I feel like. I'm part of the 100 women who care at Marion mm -hmm. Beach and so many women are, have joined and they're all, they just moved here a week ago, two weeks ago, a year wow. ago. So I, we're very welcoming there and maybe, you know what it is? I'm very welcoming. So maybe that's what it is. <laughs> well, I hope they don't label uh, you anymore. Uh, no, start wearing like Miami hats. Like start wearing like I was, like, uh, I was, <laughs> I was born in Miami. You were in Africa. <laughs> Whatever. Just go along with it. <laughs> that's funny. So you have like we kind of talk about the, uh, the, the marketing agency for a little bit, but I'm going to extend, maybe talk about the services that you provide and see how people can benefit from that. Yes. Uh, before we go there, let's say somebody that have had an incredible, incredible quarter, they're an entrepreneur, they worked hard, and they're like, you know what? I'm going to kick my legs up for a minute. I'm going to go to Miami for a weekend. And like, they just want to, they would just want to act like brand new. They're like, Banner, what do you think I should do? Where do you think I should go? I'm going to be here Friday night and I'm going to leave Monday morning. Okay. So, so funny. Those little three-day wait weekends, I tell everyone to do. And I like that you said you had a successful quarter because if you say, Van, I'm trying to save money, then I'll give you a different option, different mm -hmm. tiers. You yeah, know? different yeah. tiers. Yeah. Um, so let's say you had a great quarter and you're in high season, which is now, you know, yeah. I really recommend Faina. Um, the, the, oh, Faina is epic. The living room, they have... When I walked in there, I was like, oh, you go to the living room. I was like, living room? Where's the living room? It's the sexiest thing in the city. It's like, uh, what? It's epic. The steak? Yeah, the steak. Los Fuegos. Definitely, yeah. yeah. So I always recommend, if you have like a weekend in Miami, I think Friday night, have dinner in Los Like, go, yeah. So Friday night, do, mm -hmm. uh, let's say you got in like in the evening. Then you go to have a dinner in Los Fuegos and Faina. Nice. Then you would go to the living room, have a little cocktail or something. Maybe go to Saxony Lounge right downstairs. I think that's a nice little vibe. Saturday, I think you should do some boat. I think a boat day, a boat day, nice. yacht day, boat day. Do some of that, some jet skiing. You know, maybe catch the sunset. Sunset. You know, epic. Um, maybe pull up the boat somewhere. Standard Chuckers. Or Miami Beach Marina, if you're docked there, go get some stone crabs at Joe's, do something like that, take it easy maybe. Or if you're in the mood to go out, sometimes it's hard to do a boat date and go and out, go but out. let's say you're in the mood, maybe take a little nap, wake up, go have dinner, maybe a little carbone, maybe there's so many new restaurants, so these, many new restaurants. that you don't even need to keep going to the same places. Literally. Yeah, I was, I've been looking into that. And then I definitely always recommend, like if you're in the party mood, check out Eleven. I'm very mm. close with them. I love, I love that family. Uh, maybe go to 11, maybe do some kind of clubs, some kind of lounges, you know, and that's it. Try to, try to be home by like 2, 3 a.m., maybe before that, yeah. 2, 3 a.m. on Saturday. Sunday, I recommend a beach spa day. A beach spa day. Yes, my like, favorite's Faina again. Just because, I'm, a, I'm a member there, but besides oh, nice. that, I just think it has one of the best spas in Miami. Yeah, and one hotel is also good. One hotel is nice. You know, maybe you want to do a beach day at the one hotel because they have a rooftop. Yeah. So before the Faina, I used to go to the one hotel, go to the beach, and then around sunset time, I'll go to the rooftop pool because it's so nice. And you relax, and it's like warm, and the sunset, drink a coconut, it's like... And they play good. great house music, yeah. So do something like that, and then if you want to keep going out, you can always go to Sea Spice Cookies on the river, or you can just have like a nice Italian dinner and go to Il Gabbiano right here in downtown, like, uh, overlooking the uh, water. Il Gabbiano, epic Italian food. Yeah, Delicious. yeah. So I think you cover 
yeah, restaurant like going out, food. Different type of food. Yeah. Is different it strategically done? Or yeah, come on. Wow, yeah, look totally. at that. <laughs> After 10 years of experience, there you have you it. Let so. me know. I have way more options. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you have it. So if you're coming to Miami to enjoy yourself, you can literally pull up your notebook and watch the video over and over again yeah. and have everything down and come and enjoy yourself. Uh, or go to the MiamiGuy.com. You can always do that too. MiamiGuy.com. Yeah. I'm sure they can find some, some stuff there. I'm going to link Miami Guide, Banner's Instagram, and everything below. So you can, if you're buying something or renting, you definitely want to contact her and oh, she would help you thank out. Thank you. Absolutely. Yeah. Here to help. Another thing, you know, the, the, the channel is for entrepreneurs, people that, uh, that are aspiring entrepreneurs or entrepreneurs that are just trying to learn more about other entrepreneurs and explore different industries. And most, most, mostly I believe that most of the people that are watching consistently just see the lifestyle and they want to live that lifestyle. So what would you suggest to somebody? Where should somebody start when they feel like, okay, what I'm doing right now is not giving me like what I want out of life. I, want, I deserve better. I deserve better. What, should, do you, what would you suggest them to? Where should you suggest them to start? Excellent question. Um, I would, number one, put together a list of who you want to be mm. in the future. What do you expect of yourself? I want to be CEO. I want to be super fit. I want to be, I don't know, married. I want to be, I want to own. I want to own. What do you want to do? And I think, start thinking of the qualities that that person would entail. And I learned this a little bit from Jordan Peterson. Ooh. He's my client. Is your client? Yeah. I love, love, love the family. That's epic. Epic. I, Michaela, Jordan, Michaela's husband, Jordan Fuller. Like, I, I've sold them properties. We work together, like, wow, closely. Yeah, I that's love. That's really epic. And He's they are one of my so favorite, sweet. favorite, so nice. favorite guy to listen to. Jordan Peterson is amazing. Like, yeah, he really epic, is. Epic. So, I really think listening and starting a whole new, because it's a new life, really. Yeah, it's it's, it's the end of an old one, beginning of a new one. So now start talking, start listening to Jordan Peterson, start listening to who else, Jake Shetty, start listening to all these top people in your life. You know, I, I think that would kind of help. I think it's important to know who you are. A hundred percent. You know, awareness, self-awareness. When you don't know who you are, you start becoming everything else, you know, and and I think it's That's important powerful. too to not compare because Instagram and social media, as much as I use it and love it, it's not it's not great. You know, it has people living these fake lives, trying to keep up with the Joneses. They can't afford it. You know, so I think keep it real with yourself. I mean, stay authentic and see who you want to be in the future and then work backwards. You know, I think mm. think about your passions. Think about how you can maybe leverage those passions. If, uh, if you want to go boating all the time, then you can't be nine to five, right? Like a hundred percent to maybe go be a captain for the boat, maybe open up a boat detail business, maybe open up, you know, and I think maybe work backwards Creativity. like that. Mm -hmm. You know, so the idea is start with the end in mind. Yes. You know, picture yourself if everything was to be as successful as you can imagine, what would it look like? Yeah. And you create that picture and start finding things to fill that picture. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And I like the fact you mentioned about one of the first thing you mentioned is like feeding your mind, listening to the right people, mm -hmm. you know, because the way we think is being, you know, like, like given to us by our environment. You know, we, we are, we're born clean without any thoughts and pretty much we pick up all these limiting beliefs because of the environment and the beliefs that the people around us have. Oh, so totally agree with that. If you want to change. 
you need to pretty much start listening to other people and yeah and you also need to unlearn and learn a lot of stuff that you have learned i like unlearn that learn and then relearn relearn there's a lot like I've had to unlearn a lot of things in my life, you know, wow. like city of Miami, it's beautiful and all, but you know, there's a bit of like, it can be superficial sometimes it could be, you know, so I, I uh, reset myself and I thought like, what are my values? What are my true values? What do I really desire? What do I really want? Who am I? That's a person. And I think it's important to, to unlearn and then relearn, reprogram your mind a little bit, especially if you grew up like survival mode for so mm. many years. For the first time in my life, I'm out of survival mode. So now I'm like, what's next? Like, what's next? Yeah. Why? I don't have to work 15 hour work days. I can like, I can, I can relax on a Thursday. Like, oh my God. <laughs> so now it's like a mentality shift from survival mode to thriving mode. And that's something to think about too. So if imagine right. spending 30 years of survival mode. Now it's like, okay, what's next? So I think it's important that too, to see where you are in life, you know? A hundred percent. That's yeah. interesting. You know, like when you mentioned what's next, it's a good question as well. What's next for Bana? Um, what's next for Bana? I I want to grow the real estate business. Okay. Like, um, ultra luxury, tap into the 15, 20, 25 million mark. The Miami Guide is on fire. We are yes. on fire. It's very, very exciting. I think we positioned ourselves in such a way that we are becoming a necessity. Like if you're mm. not on the Miami Guide, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? So 100%. now we work with big brands. We have Live Nation. Wow. We have Live Nation. We're a, because we're not just an Instagram page. We're a media platform. Oh, media platform. And we're 100%. a marketing partner. Those are, that's, where, that's what we do. So we have 260,000 followers on Instagram and we have, you know, so many impressions a month we, on our website. On the website. Our database is incredible wow and this is this is a database of business owners entrepreneurs mm. locals hype like or if they're not locals people that want to be local so it's such a valuable database there too anybody so, can leverage yeah. perrier mionetto nice. prosecco, prosecco big client wow um who else copu waters lucid nice. motors I mean, we're killing it right now. And I, 2023, we started working on it in September. Oh, wow. So now we're setting up more brand partnerships, more growth. Formula One is a partner. We work with Formula One That's now, epic. Emerge Americas, Ultra. Wow. So it's super, super exciting. So now I'm working on like, let's go. So that's what's next for Bana. And I mean, I, I'm interested in settling down. Like I'm interested in growing, you know, becoming a uh, motherhood and uh, mm. becoming a wife. And I'm, I'm, th I'm thinking more about that part of life because I think it's important. At least 100%. it's important to me. Not 100%. everyone is like, I don't need it. But for me, it's important. And so if I can just build the businesses to kind of run on their own while I do this over here, I think it's, it's like much, much harmony. Better. Yeah. And that, that, that also brings me to another question, right? You know, a lot of time, we're having like if you're driven very passionate about you know achievement we've we felt to pretty much take some time for ourselves how do you manage with everything that you have to do i know it's like running these two companies alone is not an easy job because you have a lot of people that you have to talk to on a daily basis and stuff so how do you manage your time to make sure that you have some time for yourself where you can kick your legs up and just enjoy the sunset I do really well at this. You do really well yeah. at it? Yeah, wow. it's a necessity. I like, I need it. I need it, I need it. Plus, I've set up the businesses where uh, there's some delegation. 
Delegation. You know, the real Amazing. estate, I have like a team, I have an agent, I have an assistant, I have a, an employee oh, nice. that helps me out because we also do property management, full service. Mm, and then the marketing, I have my partner, we have a nice little team behind us too, so it's, it's nice. And yeah, so I think it's important to have um, teams, otherwise Most you're going to like experience burnout. Wow. Um, and also, since we work, I don't, I'm my own boss, so yeah. I'm able to kind of move things around, you know, like I'll go do my nails. I'll go to some work appointments and then maybe I'll go get my hair done and then I'll call it a day. And then other days I have 16 events in one day and so I can't relax that day. It is yeah. what it is, you know. And then uh, I've learned also that November to May is high season. High season, right. So those months are, are going to be busier and 100%. I understand that. And not that I push myself to burnout, but I kind of understand it's going to require more of me. A lot of work, you know? yeah. So it's the real estate, and then it's the work events, then it's the follow-up, then it's the, you know, so I understand. I try to take off every single Sunday. Every single Sunday? Every single Sunday. Non-negotiable? I mean, oh, you know, if I have to work, it's like, <laughs> okay. But I, if I can do it on a Saturday, I'll do it on a Saturday. Okay. But if I can keep Sundays off, I, I go to the beach and I go to the spa like once a week. And I go mm. alone. That's the best People thing People are ever. like, why don't you invite me? I'm yeah. like, you know what, because I invite you to everything else. Like, exactly. This is my me time. This is my time. Everybody well, needs a me time. time. My me time is Saturdays. Oh, Saturdays. At Komodo. Uh, Mokodo. Mokodo. You Mokodo. go alone there. Alone. Mm. Like nobody. Just drive 45 minutes. Just take it in and mm. just think about the weekend. Yeah. You, you don't know. get temptation to shop? Yeah. Like, yeah. A little, it's funny. If I go and they tell me, oh, the table is ready, I'm like, ah, can I just walk around and come oh, back? I'll be back, I'll be back. <laughs> yeah, it's very, very interesting. It can get expensive. I love, I love the mall. I love the mall. It's like one of my favorite places in, yeah. in Miami. A lot of inspiration there. Very inspirational. Yeah. Just sitting and just watching the water run and the trees move in Ball Harbor. It's mm. just like a whole different world. It's a vibe. Yeah, it's a vibe. We should go move there. Like Soon. Sunny Sunny Isles, Sunny Isles next to it, like yeah. ten minutes. And the so beach. I was thinking about. Love Sunny Isles Beach. Epic, clean. Clean and from oh. like from the shoreline, from the shoreline to where your building is, so much space. So beautiful. So like huge amount. I love it. I like it too. And also they have like the nice dock. Mm. Like the thing, it's like a high, high thing that you just watch. It's like you can stand by. Oh, yes. And you know what yes. I'm talking about, right? So beautiful. Yeah. Sit there and you just watch the boats come by. Yeah. It's and really it's interesting. also very close to Fort Lauderdale Airport, which I love Fort well, Lauderdale Airport. It's like so easy to get to. Yeah, I think, I think if I'm going to move, I, lo I love Miami. I'm not thinking about leaving Miami anytime soon. I moved from New York two years now and I have not stepped foot back in New York. Oh, not even to visit? No. No, I can go visit a little. I got like three tickets and it all cancels. <laughs> like, ah, oh, I, I don't need to go. I don't need to go. I hear that a lot from New yeah. Yorkers. They're like, I don't need to go back. Yes, like I've been there. I lived in New York for seven years and moved across the street on the Hudson for like in New Jersey for two years. So I believe that I sp spent a lot of time there. It's time to enjoy Miami. I also yeah. I tell people too you that you did that chapter now this is the South Florida chapter and you did yeah. the Brickle life yeah. and now you go do the beach life, beach life and then Sunny Isles. Sunny Isles like I've lived all over Miami every single neighborhood you name it every wow. single one yeah and I think it's why not jump around a little bit 100%. plus I get kind of bored Explore. like after two years I'm like okay what's next what's next gotta keep on moving I think you like Sunny Isles check it out yeah I love yeah. it you like, work from home I'll go there I drive there in Golden Beach at night oh, it's so just a beautiful so drive nice. yeah it's nice you know I've just drive by some a nice book it's just like life is good man why do you want to go <laughs> go somewhere else I know, you know? it's nice
So let's wrap this up with books. Are you a reader? Yes. Um, I wish I was more of a reader. Okay. I wish I was more of a reader. Sometimes I, I get busy and mm -hmm, mm -hmm. maybe I should take a book to the beach. I just don't yeah. do nothing on the beach, but I should like take a take book. Take a book to the beach. Yeah, I'm a big okay. fan. The audios. Yes, I know. Audios. I do listen to some. I do like uh, like on a weekly basis. I would say I finish a book a week. No. Yeah. Uh, so you listen when you're getting ready, or how does it work? Anything. Yeah. Anything that I'm doing. If I jump in my car and plug my phone, it's a book that I'm reading going if i open my phone now look i love bob bob proctor bob proctor oh i love oh him uh, he he promoted one of our courses oh my god like uh, literally in uh when he passed away we, we had a huge memorial i was him. sad we, we wrote a we wrote a, a magazine for him and stuff this is the book that I'm reading. Okay, send me, send me some. Trading. I'm going to send you some okay, books. Some I'm going to send you some books. We should do like a book review later. Like, what did you think? Yeah, good idea. I yeah. love it. I have one thing. Have you read a book in the past that you think that anybody starting up should, should read? Um, yes. I mean, I have a very big spiritual side to me. Okay. And I really loved Marianne Williamson, A Return Marianne. to Love. Return to Love. And wow. it's not love focused. It's a mentality. You know, it really helped me shift from the money, money, money mentality to the service mentality. Mm. And how can I do to serve and help my clients? And when I became a problem solver and when I became of service and when I became... There's civic duty to help others, like in my opinion. hundred you know? percent. So once I started putting that mentality, the money started flowing, flowing, yeah. flowing. You know, and so I think that was a really, really nice book to start off. Um, to start off. Wow. And then Bob Proctor. Um, I think it's like you deserve to be rich or something like that. So good. So little, good. little nuggets here and there. That was, that's a really good one. Amazing. Um, what else? what got, what gave you the idea of Bob Proctor? I don't know. It just felt on Instagram. Energy. I started following him on Instagram. And I really mm -hmm. resonated with some of the things he said. Like he said, you're only one decision away from an entirely new life. Whew, powerful. Ugh, goosebumps. <laughs> and so last year, it's so crazy. So last year in May, I was like, like I needed a change. I had, I like broke up with some guy that I was dating. Like mm -hmm. I changed my car. I changed where I was living. I sold the house. I changed to Sotheby's. There was just... So many, so many changes, changes in like one month. And I'm like that. I'm like, when it's time, it's time. I'll make moves on it. So in this one month, I did all these changes. And Bob Proctor like really put that in me. And I'm like, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's, go. let's That's say it. One change. Sotheby's. Boom, 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 boom. Wow. Yes. And look, it led me to where I am now. Bought the house in October. Sold it in May. Had some mega deals. It helped me get my finances in order. Wow. Yeah, because how can you close big deals and get these big commission checks to go where when your finances is in order, right? So yeah, it, it made yeah. me get the foundation perfect solidified and then the you know, solid base yeah and then everything started going in so powerful about practice there is this thing about when you mentioned be of service and not go for money money there's this thing about life that i believe very firmly what like in life you don't get what you want you get what you deserve very good and don't chase attract because whatever you chase will run away from you agreed it doesn't matter what like a woman is. too a like woman, woman too. a woman money whatever yeah even if you are chasing peace of mind yeah your mind is going to be busy chasing peace of mind. So therefore, you're not going to have peace of mind. But that was like, you didn't grow up thinking that. You learned that. Yeah. Oh, you, you learned I that. I learned that you recently learned that too. Recently. Because we, we think we have to chase it exactly. up, but it causes resistance. It causes resistance. When you deserve it, you attract it. I think, I believe that a lot of people rank themselves out of the dating sharks. 
imagine you are a five and you're like, oh, I want a 10. It's like, sorry, there's no way it's going to happen. No. Because you are in lane five and you want somebody in lane, lane 10, it's not possible. No. You might come across a 10 that is confused and on a lane five and you're like, oh, God, a 10. But quickly enough, they would realize that this is not for them and they would move to their lane. Yes. You know? And like stay in your lane because don't go after the 10 and try to make it her go down to lane five. Now you're wasting everyone's time. So you just stick to you know good. hundred percent. And yeah. what I what I say is like when you deserve you deserve it. When you deserve you get what you deserve. So if you know you want a ten, it's good that you want a ten. But make sure you deserve a ten. I like that. If you don't deserve a ten, go to work. This is good. This go is to very work. Very good. I literally like uh, one of my first events that I ever went to, I saw this girl. I walked in and I saw her, I was like, wow. I was like, this girl is literally, I would marry her today if I have the option. And I don't know, like 2016, I had a negative bank account. I was living in the Bronx in a $300 shared bedroom with like somebody in a room. You weren't ready. Right. And I saw her, I was like, wow, this is, and until today, she has been a big driver into everything oh, that I have. Oh, I love that. Where is she Look, now? She's in New York. She was married, by the way. Oh. Like, you know, I, I saw her. It's like, wow, this is epic. And for some reason, you know, I, I spoke to, we spoke and we went to get something to eat with other people. And one was, she was driving a Mercedes AMG back in 2016. That's a big deal back in those days. I, yeah, yeah, like yeah. I literally didn't, <laughs> I didn't see her car. I saw her in the conference. I was like, wow, interesting. And then we went for, to, to get food. When we was on the food, she was in the phone booking a flight for her husband to go somewhere. I was like, my heart just broke. <laughs> Is she still married? Yes, she's okay, still married. Yeah. And what happened, I wrote a letter and I gave her the letter before I, re I realized that she had a husband. So my head is like this big. And it's funny. She, I was talking to her a couple of days ago. She's like, she still have the letter. I'm going to send you a picture of it. I was like, I didn't even speak English back then. What did oh I wrote? <laughs> You know, so I was like, don't send it, please don't send it. You know what? But yeah. I think that's God and the universe, whatever we believe in, it gives you signs yeah. and triggers. And if you're, if you awake enough and you listen to the, you'll listen to the sign. Maybe that was a sign that I bet yeah. you after that, you really got yourself together. hundred percent. You know? Literally this woman, she was married. I'm not mentioning name, thank God. No, no, and no, no, I no. had, I had her picture on my phone literally for like maybe more than six months. Mm, look at that yeah like it was a big source of motivation and i told her I, like i honestly was like i owe a lot of my success to you look at that that's yeah. beautiful and it's so nice that you're so like open to say that because yeah. god forbid you show love to people you know god forbid so it's right. really nice that you did yeah, that i told her i owe a lot of my success to you she had a house in the hudson river on the hudson river and i got a penthouse in the hudson river you know like a lot of these things just Mm -hmm. like you get inspired by it yeah. and you work towards it so it's like maybe in the future like maybe right. you has cross or something no, you no, never know life no. is funny life is funny but i think <laughs> i think you know now i would say back then yeah if i was i didn't deserve her back then mm. right like oh, what are you gonna do you have a 300 dollars shared bedroom there's somebody sleeping on the bed with you no. how you like it's impossible yeah. right so i was on the lane lane one or maybe lane two Wanting somebody on lane 10. It's like not possible. And I acknowledge that. Mm. And that awakening is like, okay, if I know this is the type of woman that I want in my life, I have to make sure that I deserve that type of woman. Because right now I don't. I love that. That's like the realest and, thing you've said. Very good. I like I went to walk, yeah. work. I went to work and that's it. Yeah. Five and years now later, you know that kind of woman different. exists. Exactly. So high standards. Now you know you know, I think it's a nice 
A hundred percent. Pedestal to like look up to. I have a coach that like, you know, sometimes I, I spoke to him a lot of time and he mentioned that everything's about clarity and and for anything to like, if you want anything to happen, you just have to have clarity. I was like, okay, it sounds really deep, but how do you get clarity? He's like, you get clarity by standing at the right place. I was like, that's even deeper. How, what is, where's the right place? And he's like, if your goal is to see this light, you have to stand at the place where you can see the light. Mm. And if somebody else's goal is to see the light, where do you think they'll be standing? Right next to you. Right next to you. That's very good. Whew. That's very good. Right, I was like, wow. Clarity. And literally, that's the same analogy that I always try to apply in anything. Business, you need the right business partner. You have to make sure you have the goal and your eye is on the goal. And guess what? Anybody that have that goal also would be standing right next to you. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, this was powerful. Wow. Bana, thank you for coming. I have something, you know, special that I'm doing for a really long period of time. I've been a big reader and my books, nobody could have ever gotten access to my book. You say, oh, well, can I read your book? I was like, no, if you want it, I'll buy it. I send it to your house. Nobody touched my books for a really long period of time. I would give books, but these are like mine. Yeah. So since I started the podcast, I decided, you know, let me do something special for my oh guests. My Anybody that comes to the podcast, <laughs> I give them access to my library. So they can it's a very great library. They pick a book of their choice. I have some here. I have more on this side and I have few what, here what as are you, well. I think you should pick. You think that I pick, would benefit me? Pick, pick one for you. Let no? me see. Okay, let's see. I read a couple. You read a couple of those, right? It always makes me happy when somebody have read this is so good. some stuff. Boom. I, I think I would give you Single on Purpose. Single on Purpose by John Kim. It's an incredible book. Oh, I, like I know John you mentioned Kim. that. You mentioned about, you know, you eventually want to settle, settle down, start a new life. And a lot of people feel that pressure from society. It doesn't matter how successful you are. My mom calls me, it's like, oh, you gotta think, you know, how's food with you? How do you get food? It's like, oh, I eat out all the time. It's like, you know, it's time to get somebody to help you with food. I was like, oh, she's just, right. just trying to tell me to Thanks get married, you know, <laughs> slide it in, like put it on the food. And there's a lot of pressure in society. And, you know, for a woman, it's a lot harder, like a lot heavier. So. With those type of pressure, I see a lot of people throwing themselves into situations where they quickly get out of with a lot of liabilities. Again, a situation now you have a kid, you, you spend five years or 10 years in a relationship, you go out in the marketplace where you have to compete with fresh 18 years old that just came out of the market, came out into the market and it, life become hard. But because you went through something, you wasted a lot of time because you felt like you had to hold something. You have to be in something because society tells you to do so. Yeah, but that's why I was like, let me set up my businesses. Let me get my life together. Because so if anything, I got me and I'm good. You know, 100%. so I think that's important. Another aspect, right? It's like what we said, right? You don't, you don't chase. You just attract. Yeah. It's not things that like, okay, day one on my search for this. No, right? It's like when it happened, it happens. Mm -hmm. So I think that this book really... <laughs> You know, it's a great book. You want to grab it? Single on purpose. All right, let's see. I will read it and get back to you. And we'll do yeah, like a part yeah. two. Part two.
with the book review. Find yourself first, discover the new you, then yes. go have healthy, honest sex. Yeah. We'll Literally. See. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you for coming. You. This was incredible. I'm glad we got to really cover a lot of stuff in just a short period of time. Thank you guys for watching. If you're watching this on YouTube, we have a podcast version of it as well. So you can, you know, get it on, you can listen to it on the road. If you're listening to this on the podcast, know that we have a video format. You get to see me and Bana sitting in, in the studio, just enjoying ourselves and giving some valuable insight to you guys. So thank you for watching. If you have a comment, leave it below. Bana would be there to, you know, to reply to your questions if you have any on the YouTube channel and subscribe, share the video with anybody you think can benefit from this as well so we can spread the love and spread the motivation and inspiration that we have committed to deliver to you guys. So thank you for watching and I see you guys in the next one. Bye-bye. Thank you. Mm -hmm.